This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is brought to you by Hamul Casino, San Diego's closest casino. Real close, real friendly, real fun. Sour 97.3, The Fan, brought to you by the Department of Healthcare Services. Visit choosechangeca.org. When you're young, life is full of choices. Don't let opioids like highly addictive and deadly fentanyl take away your life or your choices with just one wrong pill. Find medically proven treatment options at choosemat.org. Yes, highly recommend that. Uh, Gwen and Chris sat down, talked to A.J. Preller yesterday. And uh, fired a bunch of really, really good questions at him. We'll play that for you right now. Joining us from the uh, general manager meetings, the uh, fine general manager of the San Diego Padres, Mr. A.J. Preller, joins us. A.J., how you doing today? Thanks for the time. Thank you guys for having me. Always a pleasure to have you. And uh, for all of the fans who didn't get a chance, uh, let me uh, pass along congratulations on a on an exciting and uh, great finish to the season for you and the Padres. How did how did you kind of uh, categorize it? You know, you did knock off the Dodgers. You did get to the NLCS, but I'm sure you took a little disappointment with you when you guys came up short in Philly. Yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, the goal every year get to the postseason and then, uh, you know, get get to get to a World Series situation. So I think, uh, you know, overall, a lot of pauses on the season and, you know, getting uh, getting to the getting to October and the series in New York and L.A. And then, you know, but but obviously, you know, the way it ended, I think, uh, you know, I think we're all looking at it as, you know, let's learn from it. Let's get a little bit better and uh, let's take another step here next year and, uh, and and go from there with it. But, you know, again, like you play in the LCS, I think Bob said it uh, at, his, at, at the press conference there at the end of the year. You know, that's that's what we do this for is to get to get in those kind of positions and, you know, hoping we've been there two of the last three years in the playoffs. And uh, now we gotta got to take another step and, uh, and find a way to get on that uh, on that World Series stage. And as usual in baseball, things move fast and furious, and of course, free agency is uh, underway. And uh, tell us a little bit what it means to you, what it means to us, the fans, when we see things like Jerkson Profar has opted out of his, uh, you know, returning in his contract. Robert Suarez, the same thing. Tell us what where that takes you as an organization when that happens. Yeah, I mean, I think you know, obviously we have uh, have a few players there with the opt outs, like you mentioned, you know, Jerickson and, and and Robert. I think they've you know they've got the right contractually to you know to test the free agent uh, waters. I think we've let you know all three of our, our opt out guys, Nick Martinez is the other one, let them know that we see them as uh, you know as as a, as a part of things. And they said the same thing. They they I think they loved their experience in San Diego, the fans, the atmosphere, everything they saw this year, a winning team. Uh, so we've just spent the last few days just kind of getting a sense to see if they would opt out and then, you know, uh, trying to see if there was, a, you know, I, I think giving them a sense of where we see them here going forward with us. And, again, uh, starting here in a couple of days, we can start talking to other teams free agents. So we'll factor all of that in. And um, But I think both sides of, you know, at least with Robert and Jerkson have, have let each other know that there's interest in coming back. And now we got to see, you know, if we're able to line up on something contractually to do that. 
Talking to AJ Preller here on the premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline, Padres general manager. You just talked to being able to talk to other teams, free agents, and outside of the top three guys in your starting rotation, what is your approach to building that rotation past, you know, the U Darvish, the uh, Blake Snell, and the Joe Musgrove top three? What What are you guys going to be doing here this offseason? Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, in, in the uh, – you mentioned, I think from a starting standpoint, you can't, can never have enough starting pitching. I think we'll look at all, all the different avenues, you know, trade, free agency, uh, I think a lot in our own system, you know, guys guys in our system that are, you know, that, that are going to have a chance to develop and step up. Um, six-year free agents, which is minor league free agency, we'll look at all those avenues. And, you know, again, I think uh, similar to what we've tried to do the last couple of years is – build up a staff that uh, has a lot of depth and a lot of quality and, and can withstand the 162 uh, game season. And, uh, you know, I think we'll, we'll be looking at all that uh, here over the course of the next, you know, few weeks and months to, to look and have a deep starting rotation uh, going into spring training for Bob and for Ruben. Where does Will Myers stand right now? I know you guys uh, declined his, uh, his, uh, the uh, extension of his contract. Does that mean you're parting company with Will Myers, or does that mean you'd like to sit down and try to find a deal that's more suitable for both sides? Yeah, I think, I think with all of our, our free agent group, I think we've, we've had different conversations with, uh, with their representatives or with the players themselves. I think with Will, you know, letting, letting his, his group know that, yeah, at $20 million for next year, that that was, and that was not something that we were, you know, that we were going to do in picking up the option. But, you know, again, I think Will, he's a, you know, he's a very athletic player. He plays a lot of spots. Um, you know, we've seen him have all-star seasons here in, in San Diego. So I think we've, we've let him know that, you know, we're going to see how the offseason plays out and how our roster uh, plays out. But Will brings a lot of, it's a lot of versatility. And he's a guy that, that fits in, you know, in some different scenarios. So that's, you know, the next couple of weeks, we'll have more conversation. We'll see how other options present themselves and how that compares to Will and, um, but yeah, it definitely was not a situation where when we when we didn't pick up the option where we we told Will, hey, this is this is it in San Diego. I think it was more of let's see if there's a different price point and see what the exact role is depending on what we can do, and uh, we'll see how the next few weeks play out for everybody. Padres general manager AJ Preller joining us here on the Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline, and I know we're peppering you with a lot of uh, questions about the future, but I guess that's this time of year. Uh, we've we've talked about the guys that are opting out, but next year Manny Machado has a player option, and obviously he's a massive part of this team. Have you had any discussions with Manny about that decision after twenty twenty three? You know, we'll get I think get more into it here uh, as the off season. I, you know, I did have a chance to sit down with Manny like we do every year and just kind of talk about you know his breakdown on the season, you know what he thought went well, um, and then. You know, always always interested to hear from our players and, and from Manny. Hey, things that we think we can do better if we're going to take another step next year. So that was most of the focus of the uh, of, uh, of the conversation after the season. Um, I think the biggest thing with, with both Manny and and you know and, and our our group is that you know he he loves playing in San Diego. He loves the fans. He, he loves kind of the energy he saw this year and obviously the team success. He's been here for four years. You sign a guy to a to a big contract like that, make a real commitment and. He's uh, he's doing everything on his end of the uh, you know of, of the of the bargain to uh, or of the deal to to go out and perform. So you know we'll see where things play out. I think I'm sure we'll talk to Dan Lozano, his representative. We'll talk to Manny here this off season. But most of the conversation up until this point has been about how do we get better for next year and how does he go out and you know, have another MVP type season like he's done here the last three years. 
I remember you once told me uh, during an interview, AJ, AJ Preller is with us, that uh, you always have a, a bunch of uh, lineups and rosters and things written down on a board and written everywhere <laughs> and uh, all kinds of different options. Uh, we in our minds have a bunch of those in mind as far as where Fernando Tatis is going to play once he returns and how where he plays will you know, have an effect on where a lot of other people play. How much clarity do you have on that at this point? I mean, it's not until April 20th when he has to, when his suspension is over, but where he plays is going to affect a whole bunch of what you do this off season, I would think. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely, definitely one of the questions I think, uh, you know, I think a lot of the conversation so far with Fernando has just been about getting healthy. He had the, the shoulder surgery and, and the wrist repair. So I think, um, you know, so far that's been, that's been most of our conversation here this, this off season. I think we'll start getting into, um, you know, I, I, honestly the next few weeks, I think ongoing conversation about, you know, what, what is the, what is the, uh, the, the role in the position going into spring training. And, you know, part of that may be determined by what options present themselves in the next few weeks. Um, but yeah, ultimately we're going to be very clear with him. He's obviously, you know, a huge part of our franchise and obviously a very talented player. So I think we'll want to make sure that he's he's got a very clear understanding of what's expected of him. And if that's, you know, come in and play one set position, if that's to come and compete at a spot, if that's to come in and move around the field, we, we haven't made that decision or that call. You know, I'll talk to Fernando personally a bunch this off season. Uh, we'll try to try to see if we can line some things up, but we'll make sure it's clear when we get to spring training. Uh, and, and before that, so he can prepare for it. And, you know, this is this is what uh, what we're expected on the field. And honestly, a big part of the next couple of months, though, is, is more about just getting him healthy so he's ready to get back on the field for us. AJ Preller joining us here on the Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad Fan Hotline, being nice enough uh, to take some time out of his busy schedule. I can't imagine what your schedule is like at the GM meetings, AJ, but thank you so it's much for joining us. every other day. Is it just busy, just <laughs> <Yeah>. busy. Uh, <laughs> AJ, uh, we didn't see anything from Drew Pomeranz last year. I know that he's uh, still a part of the organization. Are we going to be seeing Drew Pomeranz next year, and are you counting on him to be a part of that uh, relief corps? Yeah, I mean, I think, uh, you know, again, I think we saw in, in 2020 and for, for a bunch of 21, he's an impactful reliever left-handed, you know, late in the game and can pitch leverage inning. So, you know, that surgery he had, you know, that flexor, uh, the, you know, the flexor surgery, you know, I think it's it's been presented in some ways as, you know, you kind of, you know, that, that uh, you know, that this is the time frame, you know, for that surgery. But I think we've had more experienced guys like Craig Stammen in the past, um, you know, they've missed really, you know, at times more than, more than a year, been at least a year, you know, coming back from that. There's other guys in the big leagues that had those kind of surgeries and, or that particular surgery. And, you know, it's, 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 it takes a little longer, I think, to, to come back from that deal. So Drew's worked hard. Um, you know, I think he's in terms of like how, you know, how the surgery looks from a heel standpoint. I think it looks, you know, overall, everything we've gotten is that's in good, in a good place. And, I think we're expecting him to come back and pitch and be be full go here uh, at the start of the season for us, and that would be a big addition to our pens getting Drew back. Yes, and uh, Aaron Judge would be a nice addition, and uh, <laughs> Jacob Degrom would be a nice addition. <laughs> what I mean, about Otani for, it's, for just yeah, throw them all in trade there? Trade for Otani, even though they said they're not going <laughs> yes, to. Yes, I know. I, I, just one player I wanted to ask about if there might be some interest in the Padres, and that's Wilson Contreras. And you said you can't talk with everybody for a couple of days, but uh, he's a, he's an all-star catcher. I think Austin Nola obviously did a great job uh, on into the playoffs. 
Is there, without, I know you probably won't address it specifically, but are, are there any particular areas you will be looking to uh, improve in free agency? And is Wilson Contreras on your on your radar, perhaps? You know, I think the, the two clearest clearest spots for us right now are, are you know, another bat. You know, obviously you have Josh Bell and Brandon Jury that we'll have, we'll have conversation with their representatives too about where they're at. But, you know, with them being free agents, I think, Looking to add some kind of some kind of bat, probably a first base DH type bat, and then with Manaya and Clev, uh, you know, hitting the free agent market as well here at some point in time in the next couple of days. I think, uh, you know, I think we'll we'll continue to add to that starting pitching depth. So I think those are areas that, you know, that we'll look to shore up. Catching, you can never have enough catching. We talk about that as well. And you know, I, I, again, I think you know the way Nola played at the end of the season into the playoffs, very encouraging and. Um, you know, the way he handled the staff and uh, got some huge hits for us. Uh, Alfaro, Luis Campusano, you know, having another year at AAA this past season and, and breaking into the big leagues. He had some nice moments in September catching Musgrove, you know, doing a good job behind the plate, hitting a you know, big home run against the Diamondbacks and Zach Allen one day. He's playing winter ball this year, so we'll track his progression and, you know, see how he does coming into camp. I think we feel good about where we're at behind the plate, um, but again, I think if there's if there's an upgrade, we'll we'll look at it and kind of see what uh, what fits our club here here going forward. Well, once again, AJ, thanks so much for the time, and yes. uh, thanks so much for the season. Uh, you know, I want to make sure that uh, on behalf of the great Padre fans out there, you know, we congratulate you guys on what you did accomplish, and uh, I know what you didn't accomplish is what drives you this off season to improve and get a little bit better but uh, it was a phenomenal run we had a lot of fun this year and uh, we have you and peter seidler and melvin and those players to thank for it so we appreciate the time as always and look forward to seeing you soon yeah it's uh again i think uh i think same feeling i think you know in, in 20 we were able to get to the playoffs but obviously you know no no fans and i think to do it um you know it's fun watching this group and this team bob and the staff did a great job and I think to see the atmosphere in San Diego, the electricity, the fan base excited, that that's that's what you do these four. And, you know, I think, uh, like I said, I think the last few years we played played good baseball. And now uh, the goal is, is to do it again because the city's jazzed up as they should be. They love the team. They've supported it. And, um, you know, looking forward to hopefully having a good offseason, making the team better and getting ready for, uh, for spring training. It'll be around the corner before we know it. Yes, indeed. Thank you so much, AJ. Have a good rest of your meetings, and we'll uh, see you down the road. I appreciate it, guys. Thanks for having me. Hey, Jay Preller. I'm with Gwen and Chris yesterday. And, yeah, I mean, a couple of things jump out to me. Um, You know, the Fernando Tatis stuff is going to be probably their biggest headache. Uh, And headache by meaning they're going to get peppered with questions about it by every, you know, talking head. I mean, he, AJ, there's a quote of his in The Athletic, too. Second base was kind of brought up as well. Um, But he said, look, I talked to him personally on the topic. He wants to win. That's the number one thing. We want to get him back on the field. I think the next six, eight weeks going into spring training, make sure he's real clear on what the expectations are. Definitely get feedback as we see what the options are. It sounds like almost, Paulie, let's see what we can do with uh, some additions, You know, maybe via some trades or some free agency. And then Fernando will have a spot for Fernando. He's go- If he's healthy, he will be in the lineup and he will be on the field. Uh, I saw some consternation over him potentially being uh, – asked to play second base. Um, he's extremely athletic. I think we can say with certainty, when he's healthy and ready and able to return... He's probably your short he'll, he'll be on the field. Yes, no, yes. No, he'll be on the field. On the field, yes. I'm saying between now and spring training, though, there is so much that could happen. Sure. You have no idea. One of, you know, 
somebody that you're not even thinking of could get part get, of a trade get deal traded. Yeah. and you know part of a package and then all of a sudden that changes things maybe nothing changes on the roster right. and then it's like okay maybe he's going to play a little bit here play a little bit there you you have no idea right now honestly i just really uh, as a Padre fan i just want him in the lineup the lineup to me is more important than where he plays in the field it just is we've done uh, with the guys that we have right now like let's say let's say for giggles Let's say AJ Preller re-signs Will Myers for five million dollars to play first base, and it's it's Machado, Kim, Cronenworth, and Myers at uh, is your infield mm-hmm. for the first part of the season. Anybody mad at that? Okay, I mean Abreu, you sign him; he plays first. Okay, we mad at that? No. Right. If Tatis comes back on April twentieth, is ready to go in the infield, and you slide Kim to second, Crony to first, Abreu to DH, or Crony to DH, whatever. Anybody mad at that? No. Him in the lineup is vastly, vastly more important than where he plays in the field. 100%. Get him in the leadoff spot. Get him in the two-hole. Get him in the three-hole. Whatever hole you want him in, get him there. That is really, for me, honestly, the only thing that matters. I mean, just get his bat in the lineup. His glove will find its way. Really, he's such a dynamic hitter. 50 home run potential. MVP-type potential. I don't care where he plays. I don't care. I just want him in the lineup, and I want him in the lineup every single day. That's how I feel about it. Uh, Maybe you feel differently. We'll talk some more about that, talk some more about Dennis Lynn's article in The Athletic. Um, Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of question marks, but it's good. It's good. You can tell in that interview that A.J., and the front office got the taste. When you're debating about which gold glove caliber shortstop you want running out there sure. every day, that's a good problem to it's have. It's a good problem to have. And and But A.J. talking about how the fans, the city have reacted. Bro, they want those good times to keep rolling on. There's no guarantee that even if you add the best players that they will. None. There's no guarantee that we'll be back as far as we went this year. But, man, they sure want to try everything they can to get us back there. I know I, I want it. I need it. I miss it already. Ben and Woods, 97.3 The Fan. We will be right back. Talk some more. We'll take your calls, too, if you want. 833-288-0973. Call in and weigh in. Say my administration is off to a really, really good start. In my first day in office, I have delivered to the people of San Diego not one, but two top golfs are coming to San Diego. Yeah, my, my, it's coincidental, right? That is. Uh, I'm elected to. Uh, I'm elected to power, and look what happens. Four more years. Yeah, we've waited for so long for a one top golf. Your old pal Woods just got you too. I've been working so hard behind the scenes uh, to get this done for our listeners and, and our city. Thank you. I am, dude. I'm ecstatic. Pretty cool. So happy. 
pretty cool. Have you have you been to one? Yeah, I have. You have? Uh, Dallas. They had one in Dallas when I was still there. I mean, you're talking, so I've been here 13 years, February. Uh, oh, like a long time ago. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, we I went, didn't know they were around. We long. went to one, like when it very first opened, we did a team building thing there. And you know I hate team building, but I was really, and I hated golf at the time, <laughs> but I had a freaking blast. I, I had a blast. I hadn't been to one until September. Uh, Megan and I went to the Vegas location. Fell in love with the place, dude. It it's was really so fun. much fun. It's a fun, fun time. And I understand, you know, the more polished, old school golfer may not like it as much, but um, you can really do whatever you want when you're actually hitting some balls there. And I, I had a ton of fun. I thought the service was great. The food was really good. Yeah, it's awesome. I, I, I really enjoyed it. Um, we've gone out to Phoenix several times over the last couple of years. Hadn't made it out to either of their locations. All my friends up in Washington, where I grew up, uh, in Seattle's now got locations out there. And, and I'm just like, why the hell do we not have one here? They have one in Tulsa. And uh, President Woods has delivered two. That's the thing. When you're president, you just take credit for everything that good that happens. And so I'm going to take full credit. Uh, you guys are welcome, San Diego. Uh, a lot of hard work behind the scenes. Some renderings are up. Uh, there's going to be one in Sorrento Valley, back where we used to work, Pauly. Yeah. Uh, right by where we used to work. Yep. And, and then, uh, and then downtown. Downtown uh, the, the Harbor, Harbor Island. Yep. It's going to be beautiful. Beautiful locations. And I'll tell you this, man. I mean, if you're, you know, I live in Encinitas, so I'll be frequenting the Sorrento Valley one. Uh, it's close enough. I wouldn't. I would expect one in north of that as well at some point. I mean, this this city can handle three top golfs. This city could probably handle four top golfs. If I'm being 100 percent honest, throw one down in Mission Valley. I don't know that it's a coincidence that Callaway bought Top Golf. Correct. Callaway headquartered right here in San Diego. Yep. So bring them on. Our bring beloved. them on. Bring them home. So that's great. Well, our buddy Ben, who is out sick today, is just firing off tweets. Uh, here's one he just sent in regards to Charlotte's City Edition uniforms. The Charlotte Hornets. Are they still the Hornets? They are. Ben tweets, sick Ben tweets, two minutes ago, the Padres' regular uniforms and City Connect uniforms had a baby named Charlotte. Maybe you just go back to bed. How about that? The Padres' regular uniforms and City Connect uniforms had a baby named Charlotte. This guy. I don't know why it angers me that he's sick, out sick from work, and he's tweeting. And he's, like, trying to do bits while he's sick. I thought you were sick. <laughs> I've told the softball story. I'll tell it again. Yeah. I called in Maybe sick to work, and then I went to the company softball game that night, and my boss ripped me a new a-hole. <laughs> why? I said, well, I feel better. He said, No. You have to look how bad that looks. You didn't come to work, but you're playing softball tonight? I don't think so, <laughs> pal. And uh, now you got Ben just up tweeting <laughs> jokes, bad jokes. Look, I think, you know, really need to see. Maybe I'll go by his house today. See how he's doing. And see how he's doing. And really, I want to see if he's really sick or if he's so affected. You determine whether or not he's here tomorrow. Ooh. I just go up. I go up and say, you're coming in tomorrow. Like, yeah, you're fine. Well, we'll see. We'll see if he makes it. And I texted him. How are you feeling? He said, still pretty crummy. Not bad enough to not send crummy tweets, though. <laughs> still feeling pretty good to send those. That's our beloved. That's our beloved Ben Higgins. Uh, really good interview with A.J. Preller from Gwen and Chris. Lots and lots of questions about the San Diego Padres. Um, 
you know, lots of holes to fill. Certainly, I'm excited to see it. There are a couple names I hope I don't see on the move. You know, guys I want to be here. Uh, but I do expect the Padres to be very active in, in trying to fill some of those holes in the starting uh, starting pitching roles. We cool. talked a little bit earlier about Nick Martinez. He's got to decide by 2 p.m. today. Am I in? Am I out? What yeah. am I doing? So the fact that we haven't heard from him yet, I think it's a good thing. I think they're working on a new deal. Um, I don't. If they say, all right, he's our number five starter, I'm, I'm not mad. I'm not mad at all. Okay, cool. Give him a shot. See how it works. His numbers are better as a reliever. They just work. They're, it's, it's a season's worth of numbers. And his numbers were really way, way better as a reliever than it was a starter. So if you can get two starting pitchers and retain Nick Martinez to be that Swiss Army knife, to close a game if you need to, to set up a guy if you need to, to spot start a game if you need to, to come in and long relief if you need to. He's done it all, and he did it all great, and he did it in the playoffs really, really well. I don't know why you'd want to mess with it, but I don't make those decisions. And it also the player dictates. If he goes, I want to be a starting pitcher, AJ, I want in the rotation. And AJ said, I can't promise that to you. Okay, great. Then maybe the Cardinals can. Maybe the Red Sox can. Yeah. Maybe the Brewers can. You know? Well, so it's tough because you know, if they're if they are negotiating, let's say right this second, you know, and they're they're working on some things, do you guarantee them a spot? Because you also I think bring back those four names that you mentioned at yeah. six twenty this so, morning. So I got a, I have a, a guy that told me yesterday that he uh, is in the know. And it's not something I do a lot of, but I don't think it's this is very I don't think it's very hurtful one way or the other. If it doesn't happen, I'm not going to feel embarrassed uh, because I would imagine there are a lot of GMs in on these names. But he said uh, that he knows that the Padres are in on four specific pitchers. And the pitchers that he told me, Pierce Johnson, who is uh, was a Padre, and they'd like to bring Pierce back. He is of great interest to in bringing him back, and I hope that's the case because I like Pierce a lot. Um, Kodai Senga from Japan is uh, uh, somebody that would make perfect sense to come in here and slot in the, the number four slot for the San Diego Padres. Uh, and then the last two were a bit interesting. Now, one of these may have changed since we talked about this, but Trevor Williams was a name, uh, San Diego kid, pitched for the Mets, uh, had a decent year. He was he was banged up a lot, so if he's healthy, yeah, I'd be interested in looking at that. And then Jacob Degrom was the last name that said uh, they are interested in bringing Jacob Degrom on. Now, I did see a tweet this morning. I was talking with Italian Paul as well about hey. about Jacob Degrom. He has apparently, from SNY in New York, and I checked to make sure it was the actual SNY, apparently he wants to pitch in Texas, and he has, has, has made that allegedly clear that he wants to pitch for the Texas Rangers. Bruce Bochy's Texas Rangers. Um, they can pay him. They're, build, they're trying to build something down there. Sure. Uh, it's no state income tax in the state of Texas. Um, they've got some good players. they got Corey Seager down there. They are. They're trying. They're trying to do something. I, for me, it doesn't seem like the quickest path to a ring. If I'm Jacob Degrom, right. and that's probably what I'm looking for. But you're also going to get paid. Regardless you're going to get paid anyway. Right. So I would want to go. But again, man, we don't know what's important to these guys. Yeah, we don't. It's true. I don't know if his wife is from there. His I have no idea. But, I know when you've made that much money in your career and you've been at the top, I, I, I'd want to win a ring. That that would be number one for me. Yeah. Well, I want to win a ring. Send me to the place where I think is going to win a ring. I don't think it's Texas. I'd venture to say I can almost guarantee you Texas is not winning a World Series next year. Yeah. I'll say that with, with a lot of confidence. It would, it would be, I'd be shocked if they make the playoffs. True. Honestly. It's absolutely true. Now, he would help them. Sure. He would help them make the playoffs if he's, uh, if he's healthy. <laughs> so 
that could have changed. But, but even I, that, I, those four names, I mean, that could impact where a Nick Martinez slots in ab- for the Padres. Absolutely. So it's really tough if you're in A.J. Preller's position to make guarantees, to make promises, to sign contracts, knowing that it all hasn't played out yet. Nick was really good last year in saying, I don't care. I just want to pitch, and I want to play, and I want to win. Things might have changed. He might say, bro, I, I, want, to be, I want to be a starter. I want to be a starter. Yeah. And can you, if you can't and promise me that, that right, I'm going to look. By the way. He's earned that right. Absolutely earned that right. So we'll see how it plays out. Today should be an interesting day. I would assume we'd have some news tomorrow, either one way or the other. Either he's restructured a deal and he's going to stay, or he's opted out, finally. But he's got, uh, he's got a few more hours left on that deadline to make that happen. Coming up next, Ryan to report. Paulie's going to take us home oh. on a Benless Thursday. Got some good stuff here. You got some good stuff? Good, more content. All right, can't wait. More content next on Ben and Woods. Do what now? The new case numbers in Alabama. The increase in excess. They are. We're getting a. Excuse me. A slight increase in the number of doses that we'll be getting to the state. (laughs) Was Alabama, Alabama, Alabama Governor K. Ivy. We posted the video on Benny Woods. Guy just tweeted. He goes, "I'm I'm losing my ass at work right now." We're getting a. Excuse me. A slight increase in. I mean, that's one of my favorite clips I've ever seen. And and if I was in my car listening right now, I'd be laughing at the audio. But when you see the video, I mean, it just comes out of the side of her mouth. We're getting a... Excuse me. Uh, Referencing the article that we saw in SNY that I brought up. Uh, Yeah, it says Jacob deGrom has reportedly let the Texas Rangers know that he's interested in signing with them. Does that take... Does that drive the price down? <laughs> like, I don't know, man. I don't know. Is he? Is he a Boris guy? I, I I'm going to say yes. <laughs> I'm going to say yes. Which is why it's wild to me. I it, it's it's wild to me. I Braves I thought would be on his radar. Padres I thought would be on his radar. The Texas Rangers. They're so weird. I grew up there, so it's weird. Like you see every now and then, just a megastar. It's like, yeah, I'll come here. I think they, you know, they money whipped A Rod to get down there, and uh, I think that's not probably a, what not you a have Boris to guy. do. Not a Boris guy, okay? Steven Veltman. Steve Veltman made a career on representing Jacob Degrom. There you go. So we'll see how that uh, that plays out. 
Oh, boy. Let's do uh, traffic, Polly, and then we'll get to a round of report. We'll get the hell out of get here. Get out. And get things started here with our edition, today's edition oh, of boy. the Rindle Report. Now tuned into the motherfucking greatest. Welcome to the Rindle Report with Paul Rindle. Hi, Paul. All right. Two stories from the world of sports that we haven't gotten to yet. We'll start off in Major League Baseball. And one story that you didn't know you needed. Are you laughing, Biot? It's the Rindle Report. Hey, Paul, how you doing? On 97.3 The Fan. Are you ready to bless the mood? I need some help, please. <laughs> that was good. Can I get a yeah? Oh, yeah. <laughs> It's me every time. I haven't uh, checked on my little bub, dude, to see if they're at school. I have not heard from my wife. <laughs> Hopefully they are. How are boys? Standard. All right. Go ahead, Paul. All righty. We will uh, start the NBA. I think we saw this news right towards the end of our show yesterday. Uh, we talked about the Nets going after Ime Udoka. Yes, it was like a done deal. Which right? was surprising. Very how surprising. He was currently employed by another team. He was on suspension. Currently employed, yet suspended for an entire season. Yes, for inappropriate uh, office behavior. Yes. And then you go, the Nets? Of course the Nets are doing this. Of course course they're going to go out and get him. Well, that's not happening anymore. They are uh, hiring Jacques Vaughn is going to be the new head coach of the Nets. I think the blowback was severe. And I think they, uh, it's such a bad look, right? He's been the interim head coach since they dismissed Steve Nash. It's such a bad look, dude, when you, like, you just, it's almost like when they sat in the conference room and said, all right, let's do Ime Adoka. Is there anything that could blow back in our face? No? Okay, let's go ahead. (laughs) Like, they didn't think that one through. Not at all. Like, not at all. Like, there's, (laughs) it happens with us, too, in this business, where there are guests where you're like, should we put this guy on? Then you're like, oh, no, this happened, right? And it blo- you don't want it sure. to blow back in your face. It's something you need to discuss. And clearly they didn't. And it did. It blew back in their face. And they had to they had to change course. And it looks bad. It looks bad when you change course. Because people don't forget that you wanted to hire him. Right. They don't forget that you wanted to hire him. And this one, I mean... It was so recent. It was, it was so, recent. so blatantly yes. obvious. Like, what are we doing here? It wasn't like they hired, uh, you know, they went out and get Jacques Vaughn and then find out, oh, well, actually, 20 years ago, he did something that's pretty right, right. messed up. And You know what I mean? Even then, you should still probably do your due diligence sure. nowadays. But, I mean, this Udoka stuff all happened within the last couple of months. And uh. you're like, yeah, that's our guy. As if they haven't had enough issues. So just yeah, now they're like just hi, just just bump him up and let's just get on with the season, please, please. Uh, speaking of the Nets, actually, uh, story one B. Phil Knight says that the uh, Kyrie and Nike relationship is most likely over. Okay, figured that. Uh, Shocking! Absolutely nobody there. Yep. Uh, that's kind of it for sports. I do have some. Ugh, cringe audio that we'll get to but first i saw this so i am a huge fan i've said it many 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 times i'm a huge fan of the musical biopics me too um i think my favorite ironically enough is probably straight out of compton so good and that's related kind of to what i'm uh, about to tell you so snoop dog is getting his own yes. biopic I'm with, here for uh, it. universal and they're going to team up with 
his own production studio, Death Row, what is it, Death Row Films or Death Death Row Productions, and Joe Robert Cole. He co-wrote uh, the Black Panther scripts. He's going to handle the screenplay. Amazing. I already cannot wait. Uh, Alan Hughes is going to direct it. He did Menace to Society, Dead President, yes. the Defiant Ones. Who's playing Snoop? Um, I don't know that that was in the story that I read. Because the guy that did it in... It's still in the very early stages. The guy that did it, Paulie, in Straight Outta Compton was fantastic. Yes. He was fantastic. Yeah, Snoop had a very small role, yeah. but he was so good. In Dre's Mansion, laying it down, it was fantastic. And there so. are so many good musical biopics. I I think, I mean, Biggie had one, Tupac had one, Those now Snoop's awful. getting one. Those God, ones weren't great. Were Straight Outta Compton was unbelievable. So one of the, the best movies I've ever Biggie seen. Biggie and Pox both murdered me because I wanted them to be good right. so bad, and um, they just weren't. They just weren't. Motley Crue had a great Crue's one. Was amazing. The dirt. <laughs> yes. I mean, you I can just go back watched, to uh, Ray with uh, Jamie Foxx. I thought the... Uh, Walk the Line. Walk the Line was a biopic. I just watched James Brown um, uh, biopic the other day. Phenomenal. Phenomenal. I'd like to see that. It was um, the guy. The, I still need to see Elvis. Who, who's the guy that died? The Black Panther played Black Panther. Oh, Chad Bo- uh, Chadwick Boseman. Boseman. Yeah. Played James Brown. Ooh. Knocked it out of the park. Okay, I'll knocked it out of the park. I'll watch that. Is that him? I think that's who it was. I still need to see. Uh, I still want to watch Rocket Man. I never got around to that one. I didn't see. And it. I want to see the Elvis one. My wife watched it. Said it was unbelievably good. But Snoop Dogg's going to get one. And man, the career that that guy has had—it's crazy. I can't wait. He said um, in a statement yesterday, Snoop said, I waited a long time to put this project together because I wanted to choose the right director, the perfect writer, and the greatest movie company I could partner with that could understand my legacy that I'm trying to portray on screen and the memory I'm trying to leave behind. It was the perfect marriage. It was holy matrimony, not holy macaroni. Oh, man. Snoop. And um, let's wrap it up with some terrible audio. CMAs were last night. Oh, God. I was hoping. I was hoping that we would miss it entirely. No. I didn't tune in, but I did uh, catch some of the recap this morning. Did you see who hosted it? Yes. Your boy, Luke Bryan, (laughs) of praying in a deer blind fame, and your other boy, Peyton Manning. When I descend into hell those two will be waiting for me in purgatory <laughs> that's what will be purgatory for me yeah so uh, dodger fans and luke bryan and peyton manning doing bits here's a little bit from last night at the cma awards i'm such a big fan of you luke thanks peyton oh my god that's enough i can't that's it that's literally all of all that i have heard of this clip. okay all right that's i about, heard that part that's plenty and go yeah, I've heard We're going to play this? <laughs> Thanks, Peyton. I'm such a big fan of Thanks, you, Luke. Peyton. Thanks, Peyton. <laughs> Come on. Man. Thanks, Peyton. Do you mind? I was talking to Luke Combs. <laughs> so what did you do to prepare for tonight? I walked around Nashville trying to find a cowboy hat to fit your head. <laughs> Very nice. That can't be done, actually. I don't prepare. I'm just a wing it kind of host. Trust me, that's clear. So what you're saying is, this is my worst nightmare, but it's actually okay, because I do a show with my brother Eli, I am used to this lack of professionalism. I have one goal tonight, to have fun, to come together, to unite, to country on. 
and to celebrate being Americans. Wow. Luke Bryan for president, everybody. My slogan, hunting, fishing, and loving every day. Luke Bryan, a candidate who will never plead the fifth, but he will drink a fifth. (laughs) I can't, Paul. Is there music? Is there any music? I have to hear it now. Now that I'm in, I'm invested. I I didn't have it in me to find. I I would have to sift through those performances. It's not in the prep service. (laughs) Oh, God. I'm such a big fan of you, Luke. Thanks, Peyton. Glad Ben's not here because he would have enjoyed it. Oh, he would have loved it. Don't know if he's going to be here tomorrow. Oh, you got some? Who we got here? This is not. Oh, this is. Says he's everywhere. Praying in a deer stand. Playing a deer blind. Deer stand. Deer blind, isn't it? This is the worst voice. I don't understand it. It doesn't register for me. It might look like hunger, but it's way more than that to me. I do my praying in a deer stand on my back for the I'm with you, man. I'm not a huge country uh, music guy. There, I like a lot of the old Here's stuff. Here's the problem. And I like some of the new stuff. Here's the problem. I really I am. do. I grew up on it. It's sacred to me. And this is a joke. See, I grew it's up with, like, George Strait. Cool. Yeah, I was before that. <laughs> Willie. Alan Leyland. Jackson. Those guys are great. Phenomenal. He won a Lifetime Achievement Award yesterday. Good. Good for him. Chris Stapleton is even on the fence for me because he wrote a lot of those terrible songs and then was like, all right, I'm going to go out. But I'm like, you contributed to their delin- the delinquency and the ruining of country mu- music. He's probably maybe so, the only current yes, guy yes. like on the Billboard Top Paul, 100 for country. Why do you think they play him on the radio? It's not because he's better than Isbell. It's not because he's better than anybody. It's because he helped establish that Nashville scene with his awful, awful songs that he wrote for other people. Like Luke Bryan. You're part of the problem if you're not part of the solution. I do hold it very sacred. I really do. And nobody, you know, it's a private thing in my life. So when the CMAs air, it's one of the worst days of the year for me. It really is. Maybe I'll sift through some of the some performances for tomorrow. Get to that tomorrow. Mm. I heard Florida Georgia Line broke up. Did you know that? I think we I think might I have talked about it. But they said they brought one of them out last night, Florida or Georgia. I'm not sure which one they brought <laughs> out, but one of the Line brothers did come out uh, last night, and and I, I couldn't watch a second. I really couldn't. It really breaks my heart. There's so many talented singer songwriters out there that really do it the right way, and. And, and, you know, it's the feeling. It's the feeling. There's a feeling to country music, and all that's been gone. Yeah. It's been gone for a while. So it that's that's my soapbox. not what it used to be. No, it's not. It's not. I'm pretty I'm – pretty, I'm flexible on a lot of stuff. That's just not something I can be flexible on. I just can't. It's too important to me uh, and too sacred. So there you go. I, everybody has things they feel that way about, and that's okay. Uh, but listen, thank you guys for hanging in with us today. Not sure if Benny's going to be in tomorrow. I would like him to probably just take the day off. Uh, my wife just texted, said Taylor is so sick. So we're going to go pick him up from school. <laughs> he went for a little bit and just just is not doing good. So going to go scoop him. And Everybody take care of yourself. Take my wife care just of yourself. got over something. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, right it's not a good time. It's not it's, a good time. Everybody is getting sick. Wash your hands. Uh, it's okay if you still want to wear a mask. Yeah, absolutely. You know? I mean, I just anything we can do to not get everyone sick right now thanks for being here with us should have some uh some pottery's news tomorrow i would imagine oh yeah Especially well even no news would be news no news would be news
Uh, thanks for being with us. We love you guys. Appreciate you. Have a great rest of your day, San Diego. Be back tomorrow, 6 a.m. Ben and Woods on 97.3. Love it. Coach up next.